game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Jeff Collins Show. Breaks a tackle. Oh, and he's gone. House call. Touchdown. And we're a point after away from being all tied up. We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Jeff Collins and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football. Runs it right, slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. On the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And welcome in. Glad to have you with us for another edition of the Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports back at Bobby Dodd Stadium this Saturday night, the 130th season of Georgia Tech football as we go under the lights against the Western Carolina Catamounts. 7 p.m. Tomey's Leather. Can't wait to see you back here at Bobby Dodd Stadium as Georgia Tech gets back to work on the short turnaround. And a short turnaround as well for us over the next hour. We'll talk Georgia Tech football with you. Head coach Jeff Collins, David Turner is assistant head coach of the defense and defensive run game coordinator will join us in the second half hour. My name is Andy Demetra, and let's welcome in the head coach himself, Jeff Collins. Coach, good to see you. How are you? Hey, bud. Doing good. Appreciate uh, you. David Turner, I think it would be easier if I asked the places he hasn't worked in his career than the places he has. He's got some pretty uh, impressive lines on his resume. He does. Uh, great coach, uh, great person. Uh, he and I have got a long history together. Just thankful that he's a part of our staff, uh, has been a wonderful resource for the defensive of coaches, defensive players, and someone that I consider a mentor uh, in this profession. And just very thankful uh, that he's here with us, helping our defensive line and run game, uh, you know, get better and better every day. Well, this was a week where you probably knew going in, sleep would be scarce. Played Monday night, that game wrapped up about 11.30, and you'll be back on the field 7 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, so you have to absorb lessons quickly uh, on a short turnaround. What were some of the lessons you imparted to the team when you guys got back to work at practice this morning? Well, I mean, the biggest piece was just after the game, uh, you know, the things that were obvious were the, you know, the self-inflicted penalties, self-inflicted wounds that we've got to clean up. Um, and then two incidents that happened in the kicking game with block kicks. Uh, those were the things that have to get cleaned up immediately. And, uh, you know, the guys had great awareness, uh, committed to it, um, you know, and they came back out here today on a short turnaround um, with the right mindset to put the ball down and get back to work. Yeah, it, it, I got the sense that they really want to get back playing right away, yeah. even though you're, you got two fewer days to prepare for your next game. The mood just seemed to be, hey, let's get back to work. We can't wait for Saturday. Yeah, they, and they realized the, the quality of opponent that we played against on Monday night and that the venue and the atmosphere and all those kind of things, and uh, obviously to come up short, you know, leaves a bad taste in your mouth and uh you know i think we've got a group of guys that's hungry uh that's that's purposeful in their work and their attitude and their demeanor and uh you know just excited to see them absorb uh the amount of information they're going to have to absorb in a short amount of time uh to get ready for saturday night at seven o'clock when, when you're talking about absorbing a lot of information in the game planning and preparation in a compressed amount of time yeah. what is the secret to that as a coach yeah and, and i've been through it a couple of times before and there's no magic formula i mean you're two days short of preparation two days short in the you know the work week so 
just the the crunch that you've got to go through to get the information to um, you know compile it first of all and then get it to the guys um, and then have them still be fresh and be able to play at a high level. Um, obviously, a challenge uh, leaning on our training staff, our nutrition staff, our strength staff, as always, uh, to do all the things that we need to do uh, to get them as fresh as possible. Because that game Monday night, that was a physical game mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. I mean, there was some um, you know really good players going at it in a physical contest, and uh, just all the things that we put in place uh, to hopefully get their legs back and them to be in a good place physically uh, as well as mentally uh, is is very important. I know as a coach, you don't want to get too high or, or too low. Do you compartmentalize the game from Monday in the sense that when you're reviewing the film, not, not that you try to be selective, but you, you put maybe a little more stock in what you saw out of your guys in the first two and a half quarters where it was a four-point game midway through the third quarter versus the number four team in the country. You maybe put a little more stock into what you saw in that space of the game than, than say, the final quarter plus? Well, I mean, the biggest piece is just the, the critical self-analysis that has to be done, um, and we've been able to do that. But also the, the next layer of of it is that we've got some leaders in this program uh, that have are built the right way and AC Lee spoke to the team right after the game um, and there's been some very vocal guys around the program the last two days and uh, get to share the positive things and the belief and all those kind of things and the coaches can work on all the attention to detail and the focus and getting the problems corrected so we can uh, put a better performance on the field and we've got some leaders that handle the rest of it and that's, that's a good place to be in right now. You talked at your press conference this morning about uh, immediately a practice today working on, on some of the pre-snap stuff sure. and, and putting that all to bed. But for those who may not have caught uh, your comments at the press conference this morning, and any common culprit that you saw in, in some of the pre-snap infractions? No, I mean, obviously the first game for a lot of them, but mm-hmm. just the, you know, the communication piece and just the poise with all the moving and stemming. And, uh, you know, we just made a big deal that, you know, now that we've put that on tape, get ready for it because we're going to see it a bunch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so just handling all those situations with with poise, trusting your teammates, relying on the proper communication and the rhythm of the timing of the play and uh, have to execute that much better. I, I, I put a little more stock in the observations of a Heisman Trophy runner-up quarterback than maybe my own eyes. And so it wouldn't surprise you to know that Joe Hamilton uh, in the broadcast booth on Monday, he, he was really encouraged by what he saw sure. from Jeff Sims. He started 13 of 16, had that nice touchdown pass yeah. on the corner route to EJ Jenkins, finished 23 of 30 led the Jackets in rushing. What were your thoughts on Jeff's debut in 2022? Yeah, just just the growth and maturation that we've seen in Jeff. Um, you know, just the being able to take the next step, and you know, the some of those passes that were counted as incompletions were dropped. Mm-hmm. So we got to you know make those plays, critical third down plays that we've got to secure and uh, keep the chains moving. Um, you related back to the you know when it was a one score game midway through the third quarter, um, and it, it was it was tight and. And we came away, we had two uh, back-to-back three-and-outs, you know, on offense. And we've got to make sure we're continuing to move the change because there are times we move the ball really well against a great defense. Um, but just the consistency um, and the timeliness of the, the drives and key 
key drives and key moments I've got to continue to work on um, and excel at. Yeah, those three drives at the end of the second quarter, beginning of the third, netted you 146 yards. You had the field goal attempt from Jude Kelly on the first one. He made the second one from 45, and then you had the touchdown to complete that third drive. What was clicking on those drives? Were you able to march the ball downfield on the Tigers? All three of those drives had nine plays in them. Yeah, well, I mean, the biggest thing is we didn't hurt ourselves early. You know, we were able to, you know, uh, just keep executing at a high level, moving the chains. And uh, some guys made some key plays. Uh, Malik Rutherford, or Jeff Sims to Malik Rutherford, the fourth down conversion uh, against zero coverage. That was huge. That set up the touchdown pass. Um, but just getting in that rhythm and keeping the consistency um, under pressure is critical uh, for us moving forward. And then another play that's kind of toward the end of the third quarter. Um, you know, we had DJ in the backfield yeah. uh, on, a, on a huge third down play, and he's able to um, spin out and get the ball to Shipley, and they convert and just, uh, you know, capitalizing on those moments. And, uh, you know, even though there's great players out there, we're going against capitalizing because that would have been a critical moment in the game, uh-huh. too, if we get that third down stop. Yeah, that was just one of those instinct playground plays yep. where he's wrapped up at the ankles and, and underhands it literally to, to Will Shipley sure. uh, on that third and long. Uh, Dante Smith, Dylan McDuffie, Hassan Hall, they had three catches each. Sometimes you split Hassan out wide to catch a yep. screen, but passes out of the backfield to the running backs. Is that a feature of, of Chip's offenses? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And, you know, when we're going through the whole interview process and all those things and watching tape together, you know, just the, the timeliness and the feel that he has for calling those plays. And then we got some guys that, that are really good as well doing those things. Um, so that'll be a big piece of what we're doing as we continue to move forward. It's a very formidable Clemson defensive line. You said it might be the best down four in the country. I know Dante and Dylan and Hassan uh, look for a better yards per carry average this Saturday versus Western Carolina. Seeing the film through the lens of one of the most you know, vaunted defensive lines in the country. Uh, you know, where'd you see things that you could maybe build on with, with those those three guys when they're carrying it. Yeah, there, there's a lot. And then, you know, two of the guys, this is the first time that we've yeah. got to experience in-game action uh, with them to see really, uh, you know, the skill set. And I think they complement each other very, very well um, from a skill set standpoint. And uh, we just got to continue to develop uh, what we're going to do with each of them moving forward. Well, we will talk a little bit more about the offense. We'll turn our attention to the defense as well and what you saw out of them that you like versus Clemson as we continue to count down to Tomis Leather at Bobby Dodd's Stadium this Saturday night, 7 p.m. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in the Western Carolina Catamounts. We'll take our first time out. Be back with head coach Jeff Collins in just a moment on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Is this your Falcons tailgate party? Yeah. Who are you? Your tailgate coach. Huh? You see this Falcon scratcher? Uh-huh. You need to scratch one. You went big on this scratcher and those puny little hamburgers? They're not that puny. It will give way to lobster tails and lamb shanks. Or a hickory smoked pig. I like pigs. We all like pigs. And flying steak. Show me some flying steak, son. I got nachos. No, no on the nachos. Fuel your fandom. Play the Atlanta Falcon scratcher from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. Here's to the fans who show up for the game, finding their spot, staking their claim, towing the trailers, hauling the gear, a tradition of tailgating that happens each year. And here's to the truck they drive, the Ford F-150 truck. Power your tailgate like never before with an available ProPower onboard generator. For great offers, see your local Ford dealer today. Not all models, trims, or features may be available. Contact your dealer for more information. 
And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Here comes the rambling wreck. My family and I love watching Georgia Tech football. Though it's hard to choose between the big screen at home and the excitement of being in the stands. Either way, Scana Energy's part of the action as a proud partner of Georgia Tech. So join Scana and my family in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Are you experiencing hot, sleepless nights? Central Heating and Air is here to help you get the sleep you deserve. Save up to $1,550 in rebates on your new energy-efficient carrier HVAC system. Central Heating and Air offers free estimates, extended warranties, and a 100% money-back guarantee. Central offers a wide range of products and services, including system replacements, repair services for all models, and maintenance agreements to businesses, landlords, and commercial property owners. Unlike most HVAC companies in town, you're dealing with a second-generation, locally-owned and operated company that's been part of the Atlanta community since 1947. With Central, you're not just a number, you're a member of the family and you're getting carrier products, carrier warranty, and carrier peace of mind. Call Atlanta's carrier experts at Central Heating and Air today at 770-GET-HEAT or go to centralheat.com. Avoid those sleepless nights and save up to $1,550 on your new system. Call 770-GET-HEAT or go to centralheat.com. Georgia Tech football, NASCAR racing, the morning extra with Mark Zinno and Atlanta's only conservative talk station, Extra 106.3. There's no better source on Georgia Tech football than the head coach himself. This is the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Fans, there's magic. When we cheer together, let's create some magic with an ice-cold Coke. Cheers. As we welcome you back on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports, it's the Jeff Collins Show. He's Jeff Collins. I'm Andy Demetra, assistant head coach for the defense. David Turner joins us in the second half hour. Before we, we turn our attention to the defense, Coach, I want to go back to that touchdown pass that Jeff threw to E.J. Jenkins, one of your transfers, the big sure. bodies, 6'7", 13-yard touchdown catch. What look did you see on that third down play from the Clemson defense, and what was the play that Chip dialed up that was yep. the perfect one? one for that moment that resulted in the touchdown yeah it's really good and we kept moving ej around at different spots and that that's a hallmark of what we do and uh just had the matchup it was inside leverage man and was able to break it off and a really nice touch by jeff and obviously he's a big target but he can move as well and uh just really appreciated ej's attitude and demeanor uh just has a workman-like sense about himself as he goes out there and competes and uh you know so it was good to see in that moment uh, have some success and, you know, continue to build yeah. upon that. Well, it was no surprise that he was able to haul that in because I remember when you introduced me to EJ this summer, I shook his hand. I, my hand felt like a toddler's right. uh, in his mitts. Uh, every bit of 6'7". There, there are some guys who need the number to be able to identify who they are when you're calling a game. With EJ Jenkins, you just look at the side. No, that's EJ. No worries about that. Yep. Uh, defense's performance, who are some of the players that, uh, that graded out well when you studied everything? Yeah, I mean, I think it starts in the middle with, with Ace and Charlie. I thought both of them uh, 
played extremely hard, played extremely well. We're very uh, assignment sound and getting everybody lined up, all the coverage adjustments, uh, all those kind of things. I thought Keon White, uh, <coughs> you know, play, had, a, had a very physical game, uh, collected his first sack of, uh, as a yellow jacket. And then quickly got a second one. Right. Yeah. And just the, the way, you know, his attitude, demeanor, toughness, physicality, you know, all those things. And then uh, Jalen King doing some nice things on the back end as well. Um, had a couple of really nice hits and then just getting everybody lined up, calm on the back end. And, uh, you know, it was good to see those four in leadership roles on all different levels uh, of the defense playing, playing pretty well. Jalen King just strikes me as a guy who's so steady there at that safety spot, but you don't want to undersell his hitting ability. There were some times on Monday where he really brought yeah. his pads. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think there's a, you know, because he's so conscientious and he's such a reliable uh, person. He does everything the right way. Um, you know, some people lose sight of the fact that he's a really good football player too and makes plays and just, you know, he does it within the framework of the defense but still is able to make some big hits, um, big open field tackles. Um, but just the the other piece is so critically important too, just the, the poise and calmness of just getting all the calls and all the checks and all the adjustments uh, right and so everybody else can play at a high level as well. What I loved most about Keon White for Monday, and we visited him in the locker room afterwards, you know, you got two TFLs, two sacks. He was so unimpressed with his performance, right. borderline just angry that he, he didn't play up to his standards, sure. and yet here he was, five tackles and cave in the pocket around Clemson's quarterbacks. You knew that he would be a sought-after guy when he entered the transfer sure. portal. He, he was 10th in the nation in 2019 in tackles for loss at Old Dominion. So there were there was a lot statistically to, to draw you to Keon White, but uh, take us behind his recruitment sure. and, and what made him such a good match and what ultimately convinced him that this was the best place for him. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it starts with his relationship with Larry Knight. Larry Knight did a tremendous job uh, recruiting him and then just the, the education at the in Institute, uh, all the things that this great city provides. I know we're celebrating Atlanta 404 Day uh, on Saturday, but I think that was a huge draw for Keon and uh, really proud and thankful that he's here. Just his maturity, his presence, his physicality, and just every single day, the focus and demeanor and the attitude uh, that he has that just perfectly permeates our entire team and locker room, his seriousness, his focus, uh, those things are critical uh, right now. And, you know, uh, just proud that he's here and is, you know, leading in that manner. I think when he arrived at ODU, he was a tight end, 230 yep. pounds. Yep. I don't know if he was a reluctant convert to the defensive side, but I'd say that's worked out well. Yeah, it has, and he's uh, up upwards of 280 right now and Oof. you know it's nice to finally have him healthy and moving the way that he knows he can move and just you know just love the his physical style of play that he has yeah the athletic freaks list member uh this past summer and keon white and showing that he can translate those stats to the field as well nate mcconnell led your guys in the receiving core had six catches all in the first half he's somebody that's drawn a lot of praise during the offseason yep. what makes nate a, a strong fit in this new scheme yeah, I mean, just, I mean, his physical abilities, I mean, he's, you know, lightning quick, but he's very physical, um, but just a workman-like attitude and demeanor. Um, we move him all around a lot. There's a lot of verbiage that he has to learn and retain and then still go out there and play at a high level. And uh, just proud of Nate that he's been able to do that. And uh, we continue to get better week in and week out.
And I don't want to overlook on special teams the work of Jude Kelly. He drilled that 45-yarder. That was the longest made field goal by a jacket since 2018, and that had a lot of room to spare. Yeah, absolutely. And then the, the one that he missed, uh, he did yeah, not yeah. miss because of length. It mm -hmm. just got pushed a little bit to the right. But I think that was upwards of 50 um, and just drifted to the right a little bit. So he had the leg on that one as well. Um, so proud of him. Uh, and then, you know, proud of Gavin Stewart, too, on the kickoffs, you know, getting them uh, touchbacks every single time. Time. Uh, the coverage was really good. The effort down the field and the thing we kept challenging the guys is even though Gavin's booming them out of the end zone, you know, we still got to make sure we're maintaining lane integrity and all those kind of things. Um, but proud of those two kickers and how they handled the night. Jude Perfect. Good to see him get his uh, 2022 season started with a career-long field goal. Georgia Tech and Western Carolina coming your way 7 o'clock on Saturday night. We'll start to break down the catamounts, what you've seen on the film of Western Carolina, who've won four consecutive road games, including this past Saturday when they went to Charleston Southern and won 52-38. We'll start breaking that game down in just a moment. Back for more on the Jeff Collins Show after this and the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Glory isn't given. It takes hard work. It takes hustle. Only then do we see the results begin to stack and the swarm start to stir. He dives for the end zone and he gets in! When we rally the swarm, we become something much bigger than any single one of us. A program built on the belief that success is measured by showing up, digging deep, bouncing back, being part of something bigger than ourselves. Touchdown, Jackets! For tickets and more info, visit ramblinrec.com. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. Knockoffs, copycats, imitators. They all share one thing in common. They always pale in comparison next to the true original. Just like the stylish and versatile Lexus RX. The crossover that paved the way for others. And it's still the best for one simple reason. Nothing else is as good as the original. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Lexus is the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletic. The first time I'd ever seen interior shutters was in Florida in a house we had rented. My wife fell in love with them. And then we happened to be walking through the neighborhood, and another home had them as well. At that point, my wife said, we need to get those for our house. She had the vision. I had no idea. So I started looking around, and I ran across Castleberry shutters. They've been around since 1954. They are your source for shutters, and they're right there in Woodstock, Georgia. Why should you choose Castleberry shutters? Because they only use wood that is sourced from the United States. Right here at home, made in America. 
America. Just so you know, most of the shutters made by other companies are made from Chinese Communist Party wood, not at Castleberry Shutters. They don't use Chinese wood. Every set of shutters made at Castleberry are custom-built in-house by Georgia professionals, and the shutters must pass an inspection before they are put in your home. Maybe you're like me, wondering, how much difference can indoor shutters really make? You'd be surprised. Go to CastleberryShutters.com. Mention me, Hey It's Tug, and they'll give you a 25% discount. Stream Georgia Tech totally free on the Extra 106.3 app. Available now for Apple and Android. And listen to the Jackets anywhere. The latest on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Welcome back to the Jeff Collins Show. David Turner, assistant head coach of the defense, defensive run game coordinator, joins us for the second half hour. Looking forward to uh, indulging in the wisdom of a guy in David Turner who's been around the block a few times, coach 30 years uh, in the business and now overseeing your defensive line. And uh, so your assistant coach for the defense, that's a pretty good guy to lean on, I imagine. Absolutely. Just a great, great person. And I'm glad you guys get to spend some time with him tonight on here. Well, so it's the, the storyline is inescapable uh, this upcoming weekend. You're playing Western Carolina, and that, of course, is where you went to school. You were a four-year player for them, began as a walk-on, and then became a, a, a three, was a three- or four-year starting three linebacker. Three-year starter and scholarship and single-digit number five. Uh, but you began, actually, as number 92, oddly <laughs> enough. You, you don't strike me as a, as a Reggie White, Michael Strahan type. I appreciate you bringing that up, Andy. I came as a walk-on corner, <laughs> and they thought so highly of me as a walk-on defensive back. They gave me number 92, and, uh, you know, I worked hard every day to uh, change their mind and, you know, eventually did it, earned a scholarship, and was a three-year starter, and I just kept moving positions uh, throughout my career to stay on the field and was able to do it. 198 career tackles. For you at Western Carolina. And you could have rounded it up to 200. Well, okay. Let's be accurate. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Accuracy is As a journalist, I yep. am hidebound I'm to good. accuracy to the number. Yep. And you had six against Georgia Tech when you played here in 1992. Sure. Yeah, that, you know, great memories and uh, enjoyed my time there as a player, enjoyed my time there as a defense coordinator for four years uh, before I came here in 2006. Um, so tremendous memories. Met my wife uh, at Western Carolina University, best thing that ever happened to me. Um, but then, you know, all of those things, when you want to reminisce, uh, you know, go to the wayside when you turn on their film. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the top ten offenses uh, in the country, they just put up 600 and something yards uh, and scored over 50, and they've got really good players across the board, a quarterback that makes it move, a big physical offensive line, three running backs that they rotate through and have different specialties are really good players, and then two tight ends that can do a lot of different things with the multiplicity uh, in their offense. So as, I, as much as I would love to go down memory lane on the short week you turn on that film, all of that is gone because uh, we've got work to do because we've got a really good team coming yeah, to town. No, no time for sentimentality on a game week. Uh, let's break down this Western Carolina offense. Curran Bell is their head coach. Uh, some fans here may remember him as the head coach of Valdosta State when he guided them to the D2 National Championship in 2018. 433 passing yards in that win over Charleston Southern. He's a Steve Spurrier disciple. Do you see a little bit of that Spurrier fun and gun and and how he tries to run things offensively? How would you characterize the offense? It's it's very, very multiple. Uh, A lot of motions, a lot of deep layered routes. uh, Very multiple in the run game as well. 
And so we've got to be ready for, for everything and have great eye discipline with all of their movements, uh, all of their motions, all of their condensed splits. Um, so there's a lot of things, a lot of problems that they poise. Uh, but then you add on it, they've got really good players. Their, their speed all across the field. And, uh, you know, the offensive line is formidable. They're, they're a bunch of big guys. Uh, and the one wrinkle that may get overlooked is that Kerwin Bell – left Valdosta State to become the OC at USF. He was USF's OC in 2019 when they came to Bobby Dodd Stadium. Schematically very similar to what you saw from USF in 2019. Have you seen some tweaks in how Kerwin runs things since then? Yeah, a lot of tweaks, a lot more condensed Mm -hmm. formations, a lot more motions, a lot more layered routes. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a very complex and dynamic uh, passing game. And then you add in, they've got good players doing it too, uh, only compounds the issue. So we've got to be very disciplined with our eyes, very disciplined with our leverages, um, and just execute at a very high level because they, they're, they're really good. Yeah, Carlos Davis is their quarterback. He was the one who threw for 433, had six passing touchdowns as well. Uh, guy who was a part-time starter for them last year. He's now in that featured role. What, what makes him an effective trigger man how does he profile as a QB yeah I think he's got tremendous poise knows where to go with the football um, and then when a play breaks down he can make things happen with his legs keep it keeps really good vision downfield and uh, is able to make explosive plays um, when they're playing plays and then the improvisational skills uh, that he has as well, um, you know, have our full attention. There's only so much you can glean from watching one game into a season, but uh, obviously the the, the film study doesn't stop it. Last Saturday versus Charleston Southern as you peel back the layers of Western Carolina's defense, what jumps out? What are some of the strengths yeah I mean they're, they're secondary they've got tremendous skill players on the back end uh, stout up front uh, very physical um, but they'll run and hit and they've got some multiplicity um, there but just very assignment sound um, with good players on the back end all right coach final uh, minute and a half or so with you before we turn things over to David Turner give us the the final breakdown the final keys to a successful Saturday night at Bobby Dodd yeah just making sure that we accelerate our process all the way until kickoff guys are ready guys are fresh um and just you know the fan base coming out supporting the guys at a high level um and just uh, this is going to be the first time in three years we've come down yellow jacket alley yeah and uh, it'll be the first times jeff sims and jordan williams and kyle Kennard and some of the guys that are brand new have ever walked down yellow jacket alley because the last two years we've not been able to do it uh so just appreciate all the support for the guys the positive energy and uh they're going to go out there and play really really hard uh to try to make the yellow jacket fan base very proud yeah on a short turnaround you can never discount the uh, the importance and the vitality of fans providing yep. that energy and support and boy it's hard to believe that jeff sims still hasn't experienced a true yellow jacket alley yep. huh yep crazy to think and then uh, under the lights no better atmosphere in college football than bobby dodd stadium at night isn't there not facts that's that's very true no doubt about it well we appreciate the time and uh, we'll catch up with you after the game on saturday coach appreciate it thanks Ian. all right that is jeff collins and coming up on the other side of the break it is assistant head coach of the defense and the defensive run game coordinator David Turner guy whose career spans three plus decades and a lot of impressive stops along the way his first season on the flats overseeing that Georgia Tech run defense and the defensive line we will chat with David Turner on the other side of this break it's the Jeff Collins show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports 
Football season is here, and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm. That means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are out in full force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow is an official Georgia Tech football partner, so rest assured that with Arrow Pest and Termite Control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Atlanta's New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. With a Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Glory isn't given. It takes hard work. It takes hustle. Only then do we see the results begin to stack and the swarm start to stir. He dives for the end zone and he gets in! When we rally the swarm, we become something much bigger than any single one of us. A program built on the belief that success is measured by showing up, digging deep, bouncing back, being part of something bigger than ourselves. Touchdown, Jackets! For tickets and more info, visit ramblinwreck.com. Hey, y'all, it's Xander from the Atlanta Painting Company, and whether you're looking to make your neighbors jealous or just add some curb appeal to sell your home in this crazy housing market, we've got you covered. From standard siding repaints to beautiful lime wash projects, there's no better time than now to take care of those exterior projects you've been looking at all winter long. Through September, we're offering 20% off of all exterior projects plus a free color consultation. Not only that, but your project is backed by the best warranty in the business with three, five, seven, and 10-year options available. Business owners and property managers we've got something for you too with offices on the north and south side of atlanta the atlanta painting company is prepared to service all of your painting needs we're locally owned and operated so you know that you're working with a company who is active and invested in the community just like you is your business in need of a refresh maybe you want to update that storefront to bring more customers in the door whatever the reason for your project we're here to help ready to get started give us a call at 1-800-PAINTING or visit us online at atlantapaintingcompany.com to schedule your free home or business consultation today Georgia Tech is live on Atlanta's only conservative talk station. This is Atlanta's home for Fox News. Extra 106.3. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. As we welcome you back to the Jeff Collins Show here on this Wednesday night, getting ready for Tom East Leather's Saturday night. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets in the Western Carolina Catamounts. I'm pleased to be joined on the Jeff Collins Show right now by the assistant head coach for defense, the defensive run game coordinator, the distinguished, the decorated David Turner. I hope that was a good enough intro for for you coach welcome to the show how are you i'm doing great glad to be here now you were a graduate assistant 
at North Carolina State, 1988-89. Do you remember your very first opponent that 1988 year, your first year as a grad assistant at NC State? I would imagine it would have been Georgia Tech. It's actually Western Carolina. Oh, it was. Go figure. Oh, yeah. And then you played them the following year, 1989, when Jeff Collins was a freshman wow. linebacker on that team. That was not part of the interview process before you came here? No, it wasn't. I had no idea, but thanks for filling me in. Uh, that was Coach Collins' first career start at Western Carolina. 16 tackles, stayed his career high throughout his career. So you guys put him to work that day in Raleigh. And if I remember correctly, I think we won 45 to zip. Yeah, he usually leaves out that part of the story. But nonetheless, you got, you first knew Coach Collins when you were on the staff at Mississippi State together. He was the defensive coordinator. And you said when we talked with you in March that you had several offers to join major conference programs this year. But it was the relationship that you had forged with Coach Collins during your time in Starkville that swayed you to come to the flats. Just because you have familiarity with the coach doesn't always mean you form a bond with that coach or that you you feel philosophically aligned with him. What was it about your relationship from a pure football perspective that made you want to link up with, with Coach Collins again? Well, um, you know, our time together at Mississippi State was enjoyable. Um, we had a lot of success. And, and knowing Jeff's philosophy, knowing how he coaches, um, it aligns with what I believe and, and what I teach. So uh, for me, it was kind of a no-brainer. Uh, would it surprise you to know that Western Carolina's backup quarterback is the son of Billy Gonzalez, one of your uh, coaches at Mississippi? So you probably knew Cole Gonzalez when he was like exactly. eight, nine years old, right? Uh, yeah, I, I was looking at film yesterday, and I saw saw Cole Gonzalez, and I'm like, wait a minute. So I ended up texting Billy G yesterday, and he said, yeah, that's Cole. And I said, wow, man, small world. Small world. I know you don't want to make it easy on him on Saturday, but, hey, you, you're, you're a full-grown college football player now. You aren't a little elementary schooler like you probably knew him in Starkville. Uh, so first game uh, against this Clemson team that uh, had a very vaunted backfield. They were expecting to rely on them a lot this season between Shipley and Pace and Phil Maffa. You held them to three yards per carry on Monday. I looked it up. That would have tied for their second lowest rush average of last season. I know no coach is ever fully satisfied with his position group's performance after one game, but what did you make of the job uh, holding Clemson in the run game on Monday? Well, um, obviously it was a big emphasis for us is, is to contain the run and Shipley. They got a lot of great skilled guys and they're, they're, uh, most of their offensive linemen um, were returning, so we knew we had our hands full, but um, we, we really concentrated on it in fall camp, made a big deal of it with my guys and defensive front seven, um, and that was one of the key points. We knew we would have to contain the run in order to have a chance to win. Their longest run was a keeper by Uwe Angelale, but it was only 12 yards. Were you pleased overall with the way that the, the defensive line and the guys in the box were able to, to limit the explosive plays? Yeah, you know, for the most part, I thought we did a good job. We just got to keep building and, and keep getting better and not um, obviously rely on that performance. We got to keep getting better and, and strive to, to get better and, and be one of the top-run defenses in the country. So that's what we're working towards. I asked Coach Collins about him. I know he's not necessarily an interior lineman. He plays on the end, but he contributed in, in the run defense, and that was Keon White. Had two TFLs. He had the two sacks of, of DJ Uyangalale. From your perspective as somebody who's been doing this for so long, what is it about Keon's skill set 
that makes him so disruptive and a guy that you really feel good about rolling out every Saturday? Well, uh, he has all the, the things you can't coach. He's big, he's strong, he's athletic. Uh, he wants to be coached. Um, he goes out every day at practice and tries to get better at his craft. And, and so it's good to see him have some success, and hopefully he'll continue to build on that. It's always ironic that the ability to be coached is something that you can't coach. So it's good to know that, that Keon is coachable as well. We saw Aquilo Stone get his first career sack against the Tigers. Micaiah Scott was alongside him. But what upside do those two have as a tandem lining up together on the inside? Well, you know, I, I think in uh, long term they have a chance to be a really good group of guys. We're a really good duo. Um, they're still learning. You know, Aquilo is relatively new. He's, he's a young cat, and and uh, the same for Makaias. But those guys, uh, I love their approach. They come every day ready to work. They come every day ready to learn. They come every day ready to be coached, and, and they want to be coached. So that gives them a head start in this game. When you first arrived here, what sense did you get of the camaraderie of that, that defensive line room? Well, I thought it's, it's a great group. It really is. I, I've had as much fun coaching these guys, and I'm being sincere when I say there's a great group of young men. Uh, privileged to coach them. And, but the big thing is every day they, they want to be coached. They want to get better. They, they listen. They pay attention. They learn, and then they're able to take it out on the field and work at the craft. You're someone who's been at a lot of programs over your careers, three-plus decades in the business. How quickly do you get a sense when you join a program of whether a position group wants to be coaches? Is that something that you can sense right away? Does it take a while for that to reveal itself? Obviously, every coach is looking for it. You may not get it every year with every roster, but how quickly can you gain a sense of that? Well, you, you're able to pick up on it pretty quick. Um, you have some guys that sometimes when you're telling them something, they're trying to tell you something. So that, that normally doesn't work out real well in terms of a coach-player relationship. But, but these guys, they listen, they learn, they work. Um, and that's, as a coach, that's all you can ask. Uh, one person always gets the tackle on a run, but in so many respects, it's a group effort when you hold a running back to a short gain uh, in terms of canceling gaps and holding points. There are a lot of unglamorous things that a defensive line does that may not get a stat in the box score, but it gets a salute from his coach. Uh, who are some of the guys who did some nice things on Monday versus Clemson playing sound football against the run? Well, um, I played five, uh, no, six guys, and, and all of those guys contributed. Zeke Biggers is a young man who's every day is trying to get better. He's starting to mature a little bit in terms of taking coaching and understanding what we're trying to get done. Um, but you look around, you know, uh, Aquilo had his first sack and really wasn't a good play. He got it. So I'm, I'm glad it happened, but he didn't do everything exactly right on that play. Makas is kind of an unsung hero. Um, Daquan uh, Douse is another young man who, who just shows up every day and works and grinds at it. And I tell the guys all the time, you know, we, we, we're kind of like the Navy SEALs. They call us in. We do the work nobody wants to do. Um, nobody grows up wanting to be a defensive lineman. Everybody wants to be a quarterback, a wide receiver, or a running back. So it's a position nobody really wants to be uh, playing. We just kind of grow into it. So, uh, But those guys have been good, and all those guys have contributed, and all those guys understand that it's a group effort. It always fascinates me when position, group, position coaches – chart their players they have their own stats that they keep internally it's not just tackles or tfls or pressures there are a lot of other more arcane in-house stats that they keep anything from from you coach turner that you kind of chart with your guys week in and week out 
Well, um, one of those stats that you're talking about is disruptions. That can be in the run game or, or passing game where, you know, whether it's through penetration, we knock a pulling guy off a guard, a tackle, um, whether it's on pass rush, we get the quarterback off the spot. So those are some of the things that the normal fan doesn't see that we as coaches uh, make a big deal of. Everybody enjoys the sack, but there's really about 12 or 13 other things that we can do pass rushing that affect the quarterback. I don't know if this is classified information, but uh, who led the group in disruptions versus Clemson? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head. It, it probably was uh, Quan. All right, Daquan Dallas. Yeah, Ducey. Yeah, yeah him and Aquilo is Ducey. I didn't know that there was a little French uh, accent on it. Exactly, yeah, okay. Ducey, as he's, as he's known by um, all his mates. Okay, well, that's news to me. Well, Ducey and Aquilo Stone, both Savannah guys, both uh, still early in their program careers at Georgia Tech, been doing some nice things on the interior of the line. One last question for you, Coach, before we have to hit a break. And you touched on Micaiah Scott, uh, another guy who's in his second year in the program, sophomore from Gainesville, Georgia, wearing the number eight this year. What did you make of his performance on Monday? Well, uh, Makas was solid. Um, he wasn't as productive as I would have thought he would have been in the game, but some of that is is a byproduct of the offense and, and what they were doing to him. So, um, but he he was he played solid, had a couple of big plays um, in terms of eating up some blockers inside. So I was pleased. Hopefully, we can just keep getting a little better. There we go. And the next opportunity to get better comes this Saturday versus Western Carolina, sixth all-time meeting between the Jackets and Catamounts. Tomis Leather at seven o'clock on the flats. Can't wait to see you out here. We'll take another break. Talk more with assistant head coach for the defense and defensive run game coordinator David Turner after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. It's no longer about answering the most emails or pulling the most all-nighters. It's about prioritizing what's most important. Hey, Lexus, give me directions to Eagles Peak Hiking Trail. Calculating route. That's why the Lexus NX has an interface engineered to understand you and an available 14-inch touchscreen that's simpler and more intuitive. The Lexus NX. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Availability and accuracy of navigation system depends on many factors. Data charges may apply. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on apartments.com. The place to find a place. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. This is Jonathan Geller at D. Geller & Son Jewelers, where this month we're celebrating 83 years of business. That's right, 83 years of serving Atlanta with the best selection, 
fair prices, and legendary service. And we want to thank all of our incredible friends and neighbors, our customers of generations, for making us where Atlanta gets engaged. So come celebrate with us and shop the D. Geller Anniversary Sale now through September 15th with up to 55% off our anniversary collection. It's more than 300 pieces of fine fashion and bridal jewelry, diamond earrings, gemstone necklaces, stackable bands, all up to 55% off. This is the perfect time to get the perfect gift for any birthdays, anniversaries of your own, or just because. So come celebrate 83 years of D. Geller & Son and find out why we've been the source since 1939. Shop the D. Geller Anniversary Sale in Atlanta, Sandy Springs, and Kennesaw and read our story, 15 Generations in the Making, online at dgeller.com. Georgia Tech football, NASCAR racing, the morning extra, and Atlanta's only conservative talk station, Extra 1063. There's no better source on Georgia Tech football than the head coach himself. This is the Coach Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. It is ATL Day this Saturday night at Bobby Dodd Stadium. The Bobby Dodd home opener for your Yellow Jackets as they take on Western Carolina. First matchup between these programs since 2011. Can't wait to see you out here. Make sure you make plans to be on the flats with us. Tommy's Leather at 7 o'clock. It is the Jeff Collins Show wrapping up the second half hour of the program with the uh, assistant head coach for defense slash defensive run game coordinator, David Turner. That, that's a long business card for you. Uh, yes, it is. A little bit too long for me, but uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, we, we have talked about your career and all the stops you've had at major programs up and down the East, in the SEC and the ACC. It all got started for you at your alma mater, Davidson. You coached the running backs there. You coached the tight ends. You coached the linebackers. Your first two years after your playing days wrapped up, I know every coach has some great stories about the, the, their threadbare days early in coaching. Uh, th- this is no indictment of Davidson because you experience it everywhere you go, but you got a, a favorite story from those uh, early saddle days in coaching for you at oh, Davidson? Oh, man. we, we uh, Actually, we, I was in a house when I went back there to coach. Technically, I was a grad grad coach but we did not have grad school so what I was doing the coach gave me a little money and had a house and it was a, I think it was about eight of us living in this about five bedroom house so that's that's my one story there things were a little bit tight then but I I, I was enjoying getting into the game that's basically a frat house without the the Greek letters right exactly that's what an older frat house that's what it was uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the post-grad frat house at uh, Davidson College for somebody who's been in the business for so long and at so many places who does David Turner consider his mentor in in the coaching business? Oh boy, I I, I don't know. Um, it's amazing that you would ask me that question. Robbie Caldwell, who's who's the was the offensive line coach at Clemson, um, is one of the guys that actually got me my first full time job. I played against them when they were Furman. He was there with Coach Sheridan, and that's kind of how I got started. Played played against those guys at Furman. Coach Sheridan and the staff went to NC State. Uh, he ended up being a GA there, coming back coaching there. Um, about five or six years later. So, uh, but Robbie Caldwell um, is, is one of my dear, dear friends. Uh, I love him to death. Woody McCorver, those guys, two of those guys over at Clemson, and I got a chance to see them. But uh, 
I don't know. The game's been good to me. I've had a lot of people to impact me. Steve Robertson taught me everything about defensive line play who, who has passed. He was the D-line coach at Furman and NC State. Um, and, and I look at the, some guys that have affected me in a positive way. Sylvester Croom, um, Bill Curry, who coached here, and I was fortunate enough to, to work with at Kentucky. Those guys are just great men and great leaders of men, and, and I've been fortunate. I, I totally forgot that you coached with Coach Curry yeah. uh, at Kentucky. Uh, we know that, that Bill Curry is such a beloved figure here at Georgia Tech. What are your fondest memories of, of working and, and sort of drinking in the wisdom of Coach Curry? Uh, just being around him every day. Being around Coach Curry makes you a better person. Um, he's such a good person, let alone football coach. But just being around him and, and watching him operate and how he carries himself and until this day. You know, I was fortunate when I first got here about a week or two later, I had, had lunch with him and Rip Shear, who, um, who, who had worked here with Coach Curry. And I worked for Rip at James Madison. So just to be able to connect and see those guys, um, it was real good, real good. And when, when you're in the business for so long you're going to see a familiar face almost anywhere you go I remember having a conversation last year on the Jeff Collins show with Larry Knight he was telling me his recruitment story of Zeke Biggers who by the way is still every bit of 6'6 but he's slimmed down this year he's now 341 he tipped the scales last year at 363 so he's kind of become Zeke Smallers more than Zeke Biggers uh, and there's been so much intrigue over uh, him as a specimen among Georgia Tech fans I remember Coach Knight saying when I first sized him up what I loved most about him, he had skinny ankles, which seems like it wouldn't compute. But even in that massive frame, the skinny ankles were what caught Larry Knight's eye because he knew that was a sign that he'd have some athleticism in that frame. When you're evaluating a defensive line prospect, girth and, and sheer size only takes you so far in the evaluation process. What are some of the things along those lines, Coach, that you look for? Well, uh, I hate to admit it, but it's true. The skinny ankles is is one of the things you look at, just the body build, the frame. Um, you know, about 99% of it's genetic. So um, you're trying to figure out who can do what. But athletic ability, watching a guy change direction. Um, I tell guys all the time, if I can see him on film, I'd rather watch a guy play basketball if he plays basketball. That- it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise you that Zeke Biggers can dunk, and he's he played several years in the varsity at his high school, so he'd check that box. Oh, yeah, and that way you get a chance to see him run up and down the court, how to carry the bodies, uh, carry themselves, explosiveness, stuff like that. So those are the things that's really important, especially up front. You know, obviously big, and you can get them stronger. You can get them a little bit faster, but but you got to have those those traits that, that are, are natural. And that's what's always fascinating to me. There needs to be a certain baseline size when you're recruiting a defensive tackle, but just because you have size doesn't mean that you'll translate well to – ACC level competition similarly you might be undersized playing on the inside of a line in high school but as a coach you can project that yeah that frame will fill out and he'll be a very useful player how do you sift apart the different body types that you're seeing knowing that maybe a guy doesn't fit the physical profile right now as I'm evaluating him but I know that in due time he will well, you know, you watch tape. Obviously, you talk to his coaches, um, his high school head coach, his position coach, and you try to, to find out as much as you can about the young man um, uh, off the field. You know, those are the things that you don't see, things that you can't measure. You know, it's hard. How, is, he, is he a hard worker? Um, how does he approach practice? How does he approach games? Things like that. So you're trying to always dig and gather as much information on the young man. Um, watching film is really kind of the easy part. It's all the other part that goes into it and trying to evaluate guys. In exact science, 
And I, I, you've you got three decades worth of confirmation of that, right? Exactly. So it, it's no exact science, and beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Very nice. Uh, what, what's your favorite recruiting find uh, in your three decades of coaching? A guy who maybe was flying under the radar that turned into a real gem for you. You're already laughing, so you, you probably know this story right off the top. Well, uh, the first thing, that, the first one that comes to mind is Chris Jones, a young man we had at, at Mississippi State who was a two-star from Houston, Mississippi that nobody knew about until he played in the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star game. And a week later, he was the second-ranked defensive end in the country behind the, the Kim D.J. up here at Grayson. So that was probably a story that a lot of people uh, don't know about, but he was an unknown. He was a two-star and had a great uh, Mississippi Alabama all-star game and all of a sudden one week later he's the second ranked kid in the country so go figure that out I mean you, you coached Miles Garrett at Texas A&M there are guys that you just know they're legit right and Fletcher Cox in Mississippi State he was another highly touted prospect but you have to take as much enjoyment in identifying the guys that maybe are a little off the scent of the others who blossom into the kind of player that you can see at that time so Chris Jones is the guy that you kind of hold up as your your signature find before before he blew up yeah I didn't actually find him I, I was part of part of the recruitment process but but he, he's one that comes to mind and you know I, I've been fortunate to coach a lot of guys but the, the most the most rewarding thing to me is when those guys you know they get through playing they're married they got kids they reach out to you and they say coach you know I remember some of the things you taught and that's what it's all about just trying to affect lives in a positive way so 36 years in coaching I'm guessing that's a lot of wedding invitations from your former players over the years right yeah it's been a few me and my wife we 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 We've gone to a few wins and getting pictures of uh, babies, newborns, and uh -huh. stuff like that. That's really where the reward is. Yeah, that's a lot of trips to Bed Bath & Beyond for <laughs> exactly. the wedding registry, ain't it? Yeah. All right, David, we'll finish up with some thoughts on Western Carolina since, of course, that's the next opponent. I guess we've found out the first time since 1989 that you will be opposite the sidelines of the Catamounts uh, going back to your days as a GA at NC State. They are a, a heavy passing offense, but how do they like to utilize the running game? Well, they got uh, two explosive running backs, um, zero, and I can't think his name now, but number one. Those those guys, those guys do a great job with the football in terms of seeing the open field, seeing the seeing the holes. Um, Kerwin Bell, there, obviously a disciple of, of Coach Spurrier, so they're throwing the ball around a little bit. But uh, they're a well-coached team. They don't know exactly what they want to do on offense. They present some problems in terms of run-pass uh, balance, and they got some explosive guys. They had one receiver. We caught 10 passes yeah. this past week. So, uh, but we, we just got to go out and focus on what we do and try to get better at it and have a good plan of trying to contain those guys. Looking forward to being under the lights at Bobby Dodd Stadium. We're in the white and gold. Your first uh, opportunity to do that? Without question. Being home is, is, is a great deal. I've been on the other sideline plenty of times here in this stadium, and but uh, being here as a home team, that, that's great. And I'm looking forward to yeah, it. It'll be a lot of fun seeing you come out behind the wreck and having that skyline lit up and hopefully leading the Jackets to a big show at Bobby Dodd. Stadium. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for sharing all your wisdom and your uh, your stories. you got a great memoir whenever that time comes. We appreciate you sharing some of that, uh, that knowledge with us here on the Jeff Collins Show. Hey, great being with you guys. Thank you. David Turner, and on that we wrap up this week's edition of the Jeff Collins Show. Don't forget to join us at Bobby Dodd Stadium 7 o'clock on Saturday. Your Yellow Jackets and the Western Carolina Catamounts. And to wrap up this week's edition of the Jeff Collins Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports.
Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Is this your Falcon's tailgate party? Yeah? Who are you? Your tailgate coach. Huh? You see this Falcon scratcher? Uh-huh. You need to scratch one. You went big on this scratch and those puny little hamburgers? They're not that puny. Well, give way to lobster tails and lamb shanks. Or a hickory smoked pig. I like pigs. We all like pigs. And flank steak. Show me some flank steak, son. I got nachos. No, no on the nachos. Fuel your fandom. Play the Atlanta Falcon scratcher from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. Attention plumbers, pipe fitters, and HVACR technicians in Atlanta. If you're not making over $51 an hour total package, this message is for you. The United Association of Plumbers, Pipe Fitters, and HVACR Technicians Local 72 has immediate opportunities in Metro Atlanta. Top-level pay, excellent benefits in retirement, long-term projects, and safe working conditions. Contractors are hiring right now. Call 404-373-5778 or visit ua72.org and click join us. You've been listening to the Coach Jeff Collins Show live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.